Delivering great-tasting product to your customers is important. Saving energy, space, and improving operational efficiencies is good for your bottom line. A perfect choice for convenience retailers, Adande Refrigeration's patented modular units deliver so many efficiencies, it's no wonder brands such as Sheets and Get-Go are installing these temperature-stable, hold-the-cold fridges across their U.S. food courts. When it comes to refrigeration, convenience is at the very heart of Adande Refrigeration. Learn how you can excel in food service, save time, space, and energy with Adande Refrigeration at adande.co.uk or adande.com. Professionals in the know, choose Adande. You're listening to Shop Talk Live, the podcast, brought to you by Global Convenience Store Focus. Shop Talk Live is a unique video and podcast series featuring senior retail executives in the global convenience, fuels, and mobility retail industry, hosted by Dan Munford and Carolyn Schneer. Welcome to Shop Talk Live, the podcast. I'm Carolyn Schneer. In this episode, we're taking a trip to the Middle East, North Africa region, commonly called MENA region, or the GCC for Gulf Cooperation Council. This region is quickly becoming a global center for growth and innovation. Continued focus on economic diversification across the region has resulted in the development of world-class retail. We'll hear from Amgad Al-Hanbali, head of retail at Ola Energy. Ola Energy operates across the MENA region, and Amgad will give us a quick introduction on the business and his look forward to the future, exploring new format layouts, segmentation, and real estate. Amged will also talk about the importance of shifting focus from product and supply to the customer-centric approach, especially as it comes to the transition to electric vehicles. I hope you enjoy this episode, and certainly go to our website, globalconvenienstorefocus.co.uk, to see this video in its entirety on episode number 54. Well, today we're focused on MENA. Um, we're, and we're, we're talking to, to one of the, the exciting companies. It's a pleasure uh, to have them on Shop Talk Live, Ola Energy. They'll be joining us soon in their journey in retail. Uh, on, this, on, this, uh, on this trip, on this journey, I'm joined by my very good friend, Nikolai, who's calling in from Dubai this morning. Hi, Dan. Hey, great to be here. Great to always great to, to work with you, with, with you, Nikolai. Um, so you're regional director, Mena for Shopworks. Um, you, you're also NAC's relationship partner for, for the same region. Um, busy times. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, this region is is an exciting one. And, you know, so many different formats, so many different retailers and a lot of innovation. And we will discuss that today, I hope, as well. So uh, when I when I think about Olar Energy, I mean, we've been watching them for, for years. We've covered them in Global Seastore Focus in, in terms of articles. But but I, I see them as the, um, the MENA EG group. I mean, do you think that's fair? Yeah, absolutely. And if you think uh, the the broad scale of the of the operations, a lot of countries in very different geographies, very different markets, but this uh, idea of bringing, you know, so many different reasons for customers to come and so many different offers and and brands, and I'm sure Amgit will talk about this. But yeah, definitely, I would agree that it is you know the um, EG of the of the MENA region. Very good. Well, let's get our first guest on. Uh, let's welcome Amged El Hambali, head of retail at Ola Energy, to Shop Talk Live. Welcome, Amged. Hi, Dan. How are you? Very, very well. Very well. Well, it's very a pleasure. Good. We've been wanting to get uh, you on uh, the the show for for a while. So, pleasure to have the chance to you know to to talk to you. We've had lots of conversations um, off offline um, and and so on. But yeah, you're 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 busy, aren't you, Amged? 
Yeah, actually, thank you very much for the invite. Really, I do love Shop Talk. I always, you know, that uh, see what's new about the industry. So it's a great opportunity to be here. And definitely, um, as you described, uh, you know, we are operating as all energy actually in, in 14, uh, 14 uh, and 17 countries, uh, 1400 service station across Africa. And we are in uh, in North Africa as well, uh, Egypt, Tunisia, Morocco. So we are covering uh, the North Africa, the West Africa, and even the East Africa. We have a very diversified environment of running our business. You, you yeah. do. Just so everyone, I think, in the audience gets a, it's an idea for the scale of your business. So it's it's 1,400 sites across the MENA region thereabouts, isn't it? And And again, how many countries, just list the countries that you're in, uh, Amgad, because I think it's very interesting just to be specific. Yeah, it's, uh, 17 countries, actually. We are in uh, uh, Morocco, Tunisia, Egypt, uh, Sudan, Ethiopia, Kenya, uh, Uganda, Chad, uh, Reunion, actually, uh, um, uh, Côte d'Ivoire, Senegal, Niger, uh, Gabon, um, Eritrea. So it's, uh, it's, uh, it's a big, big, you know, that uh, scale, yeah. Now we've been hearing about the retail journey. Um, let's um, let's ask you to, to to talk about it. Let's hear about your journey, the Ola oil, the Ola um, energy journey. You know, a really interesting journey, moving from the uh, moving from the product and supply focus till the customer centric. And right now, uh, all our sites, uh, if you gotta. We will see actually, we do have a drive through, we do have a great brands, Sea Store, Marhaba, we do have a Starbucks, a Burger King, Krispy Kreme. So it's uh, even when it comes to the service, actually, the car wash and the tire, it, it become branded services actually, uh, partnering with uh, some uh, partners actually, which support the full kind of service with a, a lot of authenticity and a lot of you know that um, professional way of doing the service so it's become more customer service so but first i would like you know that when we when we thought about retail what is retail retail we have to think as a real estate and a marketeers because retail it's all about you know that real estate use uh, consuming capital investing and then looking to the customer side and how you are going to serve the customer within your premises and your real estate. And I always love to start with the consumer when it comes to the marketing side. And we have to take into consideration going forward here that there is a change for the new segmentation actually right now, the generation Z coming to the equation and those actually are potential customers for the fuel business and for uh, the, the backup business going forward. And why I'm saying that because 20 years ago when we started, you know, that to look at the business, actually, we have done a survey and to, we asked the consumers actually what you are expecting from the C store. And they said that we need a, a fast service, we need, you know, a cleanliness, we need quality, big assortment. So actually, the same definition is still valid, but we have to focus on the different meanings because fast, it's it's different meaning for Z generation right now. Fast for them, it's how I'm going to place an order fast on an application. Friendly for them, how I'm going to place an order 
uh, a friendly online website, uh, uh, minimize my clicks, you know, that uh, if you gotta put me, you know, that to place an order in four clicks, how we are going to make it only two clicks. So this is what we are looking for. Uh, so it's all data driven and we have to be mindful going forward actually and shaping our retail actually to the new uh, segmentation taking that into consideration tailored to them the offering and definitely the human touch should be there and let's not to forget the magic of names if you look at starbucks right now they just create a big you know that success by adding your name on the cup so the customers even if they are z generation they love actually all those kind and this type of engagement and i believe that the engagement Nowadays, we have to give them the environment and to give them the opportunity for the engagement to share their experience actually via the social media, via their capabilities actually uh, through the uh, platforms. And definitely they are after the drive-through and how we are going to get them fast in and out from our side. I believe that we are really going forward to the future but the same you know that all all terminologies are there but we have to identify the different new meanings for this when it comes as i said fast is totally different for the new perspective when it comes to the uh, friendly we have to have different uh, uh, perspective engagement it is not a face-to-face -face, but it's more toward you know that the social media and give them more stories that they can share and they can really use and to be part of their texture, you know, that life actually. As we I, I think that's a great way of looking at it. Nico, would you agree? You know, the words haven't changed in a way, fast and friendly, but but the definition of the words in our modern context um, need to change. Yeah, exactly. Some people say that we we went full circle from, you know, in, in the beginning of 20th century when you have, you know, really stop at the... Uh, garage back then right so to you know do the minimum service and you know check the the oil and so on you're spending you know half an hour there before you continue your journey and now you went full circle to the evs that's spending also half an hour and you can order you know additional services there um but definitely i like the idea of you know consumer-led business and trying to find ways to get people in your real estate not because they need fuel because yeah, right now industry has monopoly on fuel, but it will not have it on EVs, right? You can charge anywhere. So what are those reasons? What are those consumer needs that we can fulfill? And and then by doing by doing that, you know, bring people to the to the real estate that we own, right? Uh, it is not clear for me actually because one of the challenges that if you look at Bur Bur for Burkina, for example, for Niger you will find 95% of the car population, it's a used cars coming from Europe. So I'm always wondering that if, if, if the whole Europe actually moved toward the EV, what, what will be the source of the cars? How, what type of cars is going to be supplied and delivered to Africa? So actually, our, this is, might be the question, but I believe that if you gotta take all those elements, I believe that it's going to be not that uh, slow as some people actually predict. I believe that we are going to be there uh, in North Africa very soon. We are talking about, you will see in the presentation, we are talking about five to seven years. It will be a significant, and Africa actually is, it might be maximum 
10, 15 years maximum. That's a really fascinating point, though, when you think about it, Amgad, isn't it, in terms of the used car pool and where that's going to come from? Because obviously, if we see, you know, the the car park in Europe, you know, changing dramatically, you know, over the next decade, should we say, which is a fair number, there there won't be a, a car park, you know, th- then we'll have a consequence, won't we, after another 10 years, you know, so that's tw- perhaps 20 years out, but uh, we'll have a consequence of a, of a, of a real constriction of, of supply. Yeah, absolutely. You know, Dan, actually, I believe the main challenge actually for having this in Africa going forward, especially uh, uh, in uh, West Africa and, uh, and uh, East Africa going down, actually, it's, it's about the grid and uh, the capacity of having the, the electricity itself. This is one of the challenges that uh, we might face there actually and um, it might be an opportunity for us actually as an energy company to start to think differently when it comes to this type of change very good so actually uh, for the real estate as i said that's uh, if you look at uh, the the th- second pillar of the retail it's the real estate and we have to start to think about that and th- to great extent i'm always saying that the 80 20 rule is so valid and so vivid if you look at any network actually you'll find 20 to 25 percent of the network are generating 75 to 80 percent of the bottom line actually they are in the focus market they are um, uh, have uh, pursuing the best opportunity to attract the consumers and it is not anymore about the traffic count of cars we are we are studying the, the neighborhood right now, the population density, the type of journey, uh, actually, and what's needed within those uh, neighborhood. And then we tailor, actually, the offering across the neighborhood. So this is one of our sites. You will find the site Continental Tire, Marhaba, Ola uh, Energy Fuel, KFC Drive Through, Pizza Hut, Wimpy, and Starbucks. So if you look at this site at night, guys, it's a huge, massive, you know, that uh hangout place for all the young people so the tiering concept actually and building um, tier one tier two tier through tier three you start to think about you know that uh, each tier how you are going to build the right offering let's be a real estate you know that uh, mindset whatever is going to be needed in this area is if it is uh, a gem if it is uh, a sushi bar we we are opening uh, uh, the first sushi bar in Cameroon, actually, in uh, July. So it will be a, a, a massive, you know, that opening in one of our sites. We have banking at the same site. We built the mall, actually, in part of the site with the fuel. And we have all good food. And we have a spa supermarket, actually, there with our rest. So let's be open, even if it is a business work. It's, it's a real estate. Our ultimate objective how we are going to make the consumers coming to our sites three times per day. Let them rely on us actually to come in the morning and come, you know, that in the evening and having, you know, that the place between office and. uh. So retail going forward, and I called it uh, RGF actually, retail going forward. So right now uh, we, we succeeded to be the hangout place. And we created the retail hub, and we would like to build more and more on that. But going forward, actually, as we discussed, guys, around 2025, 2030, I would see that that 
we have to focus more on the drive-through. We have to, we are going to make our C stores drive-through as well. And the many challenge we are, we are having right now, and it might be uh, a good discussion for Craig and Nico guys actually as well, because uh, they are telling me, Amgad, you would like to put screen on the, at the forecourt within the pump and let the consumer order uh, during the fueling time, and then they pack the product from the C store. What about if the customer is going to uh, ask for a pack of cigarettes or something? This is so we are. To, so it's a lot of challenges, but I believe that we have to move there. We have to have uh, better swapping, and I believe that the two wheelers coming back to the Africa discussion. The two, you know, that the two wheelers actually is massive in Africa. Yeah go in africa this is a massive and and it's really it's going to be booming and i believe that is going to be ahead of vehicles actually and four wheelers to be there and um, we have some studies right now how we are going to look at the battery swapping because as we said that the grid is going to be challenging in africa so if you do have a battery swapping actually opportunity that you give them the battery which is 100% charged, this is going to be a solution for this type of uh, challenge there. And you want these customers, don't you? Because they're, they're swapping their batteries, but they're also in the KFC or in the Starbucks or in the Wendy's or all the other retail destination offers that you've got in your in your hangout you know, location, if you like. Absolutely. You know, uh, as um, I believe, Dan, you touched on a very important point that uh, all those kind of attracting customers to our sites it's a step as a destination driver and then it's our role how we are going to convert them to a real customers at our backward and mm. this is the real success you know that it's the second purchase point not the the planned purchase coming to the site i believe so this is when it comes to the 25 20 30 but actually beyond that, actually, as we said, if you look at the first slide, as we have seen moving the retail from uh, different categories, focusing on the fuels as a dominant category, moving toward uh, the fuels, I believe that within the future that the fuels is going to be a prominent category. And you will find our new layouts actually moving from uh, 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 using the data and the segmentation moving from something like this having you know that the c store and the qsrs and the brands at the front of the site and in front actually at the ultimate front you will find ev charging everywhere and then the fuels actually is going to be at the back behind the c store business and i believe that this is the transitional layout going should go actually within the region right now and we should support this as much as we can as we go and definitely i'm not talking about only uh, changing in the role of the category but even you know that creating the new functions that we described that you can order even when you are fueling and get your order from uh, the whole site and and convert the whole site to a really one integrated experience regardless of uh, how many brands you are there so in a nutshell that's it uh, this is the new layout this is the focus on the real estate and the consumer and consider the new consum consumer and the new changes which are taking place uh, for our industry guys
coming back to you guys. How how exciting! Um, I've got a thought on 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 this. Um, Nico, you go first. Sure, I, I think it's so important that you know petrol station business and all the energies at, at the forefront of it has become a destination, a re, you know, a place where it's not only refueling, it's not only fuel, but there's so many other things to do, right? And it's a great, you know, building block on, on which we need to build on and, you know, transition into the into the future and create all those additional reasons. Well, I think I've got a nice segue to, to the next section, um, but let's let's give it let's give it a, a roll. So I guess the, the exciting thing in a way, Amgad, about the position that you're in across your markets is that you know, you you perhaps have, and you correct me if I'm wrong about this, but you have perhaps have more opportunity to create these really big sites, um, new sites, you know, new to market sites than some of the markets we we work in. Uh, and if we look at the 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 Saudi Arabian opportunity, and again, um, I won't quote the numbers. I don't know whether you want to reveal the numbers on the expansion of the forecourt sector in in saudi that you you guys at shopworks um predict but obviously if the 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 opportunity in markets like like saudi arabia is that if the forecourt network is going to expand quite considerably then you can actually take a much more future looking um perspective on that design and, and development of those increasingly bigger sites really starting this and having uh, even the discussion here in shop talk on this market because this market really I would love to see this market taking the right steps to the future. If you look at the if you look at the layouts right now, uh, combining the drive-through uh, concept and experience, they do have combining that Saudi Arabia is investing in EV factories right now, and they are pushing you know that the EV cars and vehicles to be there. So I believe that we should start in Saudi Arabia with something like this layout having. The, the the drive-through concept up front and the fuel at the back and to start you know that the journey so it's a 2030 for uh, Saudi Arabia right now Nico you'd you'd agree with that that's fabulous thank you Amgad you'd agree with that Nico yeah absolutely yeah so the the market is going it's it's actually you know leapfrogging some of the development that you know other markets going slowly through you know phase by phase but I think in Saudi it will be very quick development and uh, right now the main uh, kind of task is to really bring up the food and coffee and the convenience business but then the the step of tomorrow not or even by the end of today it will be how to convert to evs and how to future proof your locations for that yeah i think that you know obviously with the 2030 strategy the governments are very focused on the ev opportunity aren't they and if the governments are very yeah. focused on it then it's going to happen in, exactly. in, in, in saudi arabia we've had a great overview of um of ola's uh ola energy's retail journey and it is it looks increasingly uh, exciting so amgad thank you very much for for being our guest thanks very much for joining us um and um you know really enjoyable discussion thank you for listening to shop talk live the podcast this episode was produced by dan munford and nick scherzer with support from jenna ferguson and lorraine evans it was produced edited and mixed by carolyn schneer and music was provided by wolfgang Worley. Tune in every other week for new episodes and please subscribe on your favorite podcast platform and learn more at globalconvenienceStorefocus.co.uk.